Happy Friday, everyone. Hey, everybody, it's me, Mike, your host, and the air conditioner is really loud out here. Welcome to episode four of Made Man. I'm out in my backyard walking around. I just finished watching the fourth episode of Mad Men titled New Amsterdam. Uh, it is the fourth ever episode of Mad Men, the fourth ever episode that I've watched, and it was another good one. You know, in this one, I feel like we saw uh, a different side of some people. Uh, first of all, do I actually have sympathy for Pete? Like, do I hate Pete as much as I thought I would? Or does Pete become a sympathetic character? Does Pete become a likable character? I don't know. But we definitely saw different sides of him. Look. He slept with Peggy before he got married. That is, to me, a very a cardinal sin, and it's tough to come back from that for me. But maybe he will, you know, uh, you gotta, he is a dog, but he was not technically married, but come on, he was married. He was engaged. Uh, but in this episode, we see him dealing with his rich parents and being kind of looked down upon for doing advertising instead of law. We see him having to get handouts from his in-laws to get an apartment. We see him almost get fired for having a good idea. We see him, um, we see his wife for the first time, Alison Brie, who I know more from Community and now from Glow. I bet you many people just know her from the person from Mad Men. But that's not who she is to me. She's from Community. That's where she is first and foremost from Community for me. But we see her, we finally, um, she's, it's Trudy, Trudy uh, Campbell, and Pete Campbell. So, and Pete, it's weird because one of the things is he gets paid $75 a month, did he say? Or $75 a week? Whatever it was, it was $3,500 a year, which I thought advertising guys in their high rolling ways made more than that. But he, as you can see, he, I think he's still low on the, on the uh, totem pole. That can't be... A good salary for then it can't be he couldn't afford but then an apartment apartment was thirty thousand dollars but you live in it that same apartment now is probably worth millions um it's not something you rent you buy it but he didn't really want to do it he didn't want a handout but he ended up accepting a handout we see peggy for one second she meets actually trudy she doesn't say a word because she's the secretary and she doesn't say a thing uh, but we see her for just one second she's she smiles and waves at, uh, at Pete and his wife as they're walking through, and that's it. Nothing else with her. Uh, with Don, Don, it's tough with this one. He is, he sees Pete as, uh, he's threatened by Pete. And, you know, there's a whole, uh, there's a steel company that's the client they're working with this, this episode. And Pete is supposed to wine and dine them, bring them into the idea man, which is, uh, Don Draper and Sal, who's the art man. Uh, and the steel guy really didn't love the ideas they were coming up with. Pete ended up pitching an idea that he did like. The, uh, Don got the credit for it, but Don was pissed because that's not Pete's role. He basically was just about to fire Pete, but John Slattery, who I still don't know his character's name yet, I, but I think he's the owner of the company's son. That's the way it seemed, because there was a picture of him and the, the guy said, you know, you love being held or something like that. So I believe he's the son of the owner of the company. Uh, you know they have to go see the owner because they take their shoes off to go in his office. The, they, they both were basically saying, Campbell's out of here, we're firing him. And the, the old man 
was like, well, I, you know, you can't really do that because he is connected, his family's connected, and that means we're connected. So, you know, they were kind of put between a rock and a hard place. They had to keep Pete Campbell, but they went up to him and they said, you know, you're, you were out of here, you were fired. John Slattery says, but this guy right here saved your job, and that was Don Draper. He basically appeased the old man by keeping Pete, and he knows Don was pissed, but he appeased Don by telling Pete that Don got he should get all the credit for him keeping his job, but it was exactly the opposite. Don wanted him out of there. But now Pete is totally beholden to Don, so that was a really cool, smart little uh, thing. You know, as far as this is the guy who you are, um, you should be grateful for. And he's like, oh, I'll, I'll never, you know, you can see he'll never do anything like that again. Um, Pete is very sympathetic in this one. You're, you're afraid of the job. And then at the end, he's kind of looking at his family, his in-laws, and he's like, and all they wanted to hear about was his family and the history that he had. Uh, you can see that he is kind of, it looks like he's forced into this life that he's not extremely excited about being in. Uh, that's really everything with Pete, as far as I can tell. Don, we didn't get much with him. He was really stressed out about this steel uh, account, but we, at home, we just see him kind of working on steel, sleep, falling asleep working on the steel. Basically, he had to watch the kids because uh, Betty was asked to go babysit for the divorcee because the divorcee was out uh, helping with the Kennedy campaign. Helen is her name. Uh, actually, so Betty, we got a little more with Betty in this episode. Betty is walking her dog because even though Don got the dog, Betty's got to walk him. Uh, and he, she comes across the divorcee's home. I, I love saying the divorcee. She comes across Helen's home, and there's a guy outside banging on the door. You know, we, I know you're in there. Hey, uh, can I use your phone? And Betty was like, look, no, you're a stranger. Uh, and she kind of hustled off. The guy's like, you serious? Um, but the guy, she says he's a good husband, just that he was too into his job and too into his extracurricular, that's not the right word, extracurricular, uh, which was basically women. And Betty was like, oh, geez. And we all know that, that that's basically what Don is. Um, but she hung out with you know Helen for a little bit. Uh, and Helen thanked her for not letting the husband in the house. But she apologized for her having to go through that. And then uh, maybe a day or two later or the next day, I don't know, she asked Betty to babysit for Helen, so Helen could go do the um, Kennedy thing. Maybe I said that already. So this is where it was a little weird, okay? I don't know if there's going to be weirdness in every episode, but Helen's son is a weird little shit. Now, he's playing the piano, and that piano sounded just like my grandparents' piano. It has this tinny old sound, and it just, that was really, like, it was nostalgic to hear the sound of the piano. Maybe, I don't know if that means the cheap piano, I have no idea, but it just, it was cool to hear. Uh, so she's, she is babysitting and basically that means just sitting on the couch smoking while they watch TV because, you know, secondhand smoke wasn't a thing then. Um, at least they didn't know that. Hello birds. I don't know if you hear the birds chirping. So she is, uh, babysitting and she goes, I'll be right back. She goes to the bathroom and he just opens the door and stares at her. She gets really angry. And she comes and she confronts him, and she's like, that was really bad, you don't do that. And he starts crying and he hugs her. And then he hugs her some more and says, you're really pretty, you have really pretty hair, can I have some? Now that, my friends, is how a serial killer is created. 
Can I, can I please have some of your hair? Oh, you have really nice skin. I would like to wear it. May I wear your skin, please? So, the, and the weird thing is, she's like, yeah, okay, here's your hair. And he, he held it like Indiana Jones held that idol when he first got it. And he just, she's like, off to bed. And he went off to bed to probably smell it or sleep in it. I don't know. But um, that was weird. And, and then Betty's telling this whole thing to the psychiatrist where she was like, you know, uh, she felt bad for this woman and she thinks the woman is jealous of her, but she's been, she's, people have been jealous of her since she was in college. The psychiatrist is just sitting there and then she looks over and he's like, oh, and he starts taking notes. You, I think he's just taking gibberish down. Maybe anything important that needs to get back to Don, but if it has nothing to do with Don, then he doesn't really care and he's not going to take any notes. So there was a, a lot of Betty character um, growth in this. Well, not a lot, but there was some Betty character growth in this. A lot of Pete character in this. Pete was definitely the star of this episode. Um, and, you know, the side guys were just side guys. They didn't get much. We did get um, a little bit of Don and the woman from the department store. Uh, Miss, it begins with an M, and I never remember. But she's Tara from uh, Sons of Anarchy, so that's what I always call her. So we got a little bit of, of that relationship. And he, you could almost see that he wants to be with her more than his girlfriend and his wife. He kind of values her because she's very independent. I think he seems to like that. Um, and she's like, yeah, well, it doesn't matter what we want. You know, we can't have what we want or something like that. Uh, but there was just a little moment of their growth. I don't know how much longer she's with the show. Maybe she's with it the whole time. I really don't know. So I'm interested to see where that goes. And then Don did drop some information like, or some things that is, uh, when he was talking to John Slattery, who I really should learn the character's name, but he was like, you know, uh, he, he insulted him basically. He says, you don't mind being powerless, which I think meant you just gave into your father. Uh, but then they were talking about like um, having feelings and our, our emotional pain. And Don's like, some of it's not fake. You know, like just like his I, basically not giving you what his experience is, but also kind of saying, like, I've had experiences that have kind of, you know, stayed with me. Probably something to do with the war, I guess. Um, and that was really it. I think that was the whole episode, you know. Not a ton. Oh, the stupid air conditioner. Not a ton happened, but it doesn't matter in this type of show. You're just watching a slice of life for these people. Uh, and you're just seeing, like, acting. Just amazing acting. It's like if someone goes to a play... You know, it doesn't have to be this giant spectacular thing. You're watching two people, maybe three people on a stage and they're just delivering lines that are earnest and honest and it just feels real. And that is kind of how this show feels. You know, it feels, I just love, I don't mind shows that are slow. I don't mind shows that, that not much happens when the people are just acting the shit out of things. And that's how the show is. It's very, they seem very natural and very real and that's why an episode flies by so quickly i watched this episode um mostly on the train again finished it just a little while ago and yeah that i mean that's it my friends i i don't know what else to say i think i've covered it we're four weeks in on made men made man that's me the made man and uh i'm really excited to keep watching the show and uh keep you know podcasting you guys i appreciate everybody who's downloaded and subscribed you need to keep telling your friends you guys have friends obviously it can't be your only friend so i want you to check us out look at if you just found us now by accident 
uh, just want to let everybody else know where you can find us. Let's say you found us on iTunes. Great, we're on iTunes. But we're also on Google Play. We're on Stitcher. We're on TuneIn. We're on the website fansnotexperts.com, which has a Facebook page, facebook.com slash fansnotexperts. You can find us on Twitter, at MadeManPod. You can email MadeManPod at fansnotexperts.com. Any thoughts, any notes, or you can go right on the uh, website and leave a comment to any of the uh, posts that we have. And uh, you can click, go to fansnotexperts.com. You're going to see this right on the first page. Uh, but if you go to fansnotexperts.com slash MadeMan, you'll see every episode of MadeMan right there in color, in audio. Wonderful, beautiful. Uh, that's all I got for today. So until next week, I just want to thank you for continuing to come on this journey as I do my best to become a made man. Fans not experts.